0: KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa. A product of Tyler Media. Reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa.
1: Oh my goodness. I feel like I just got Punched right in the face and was told, "You know what? You've got to enjoy that." Because, because I the did. Thunder, oh my goodness, forty-seven point loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, who are pretty good. They came into this game fifty and eight, and they played like a fifty and eight team, playing a team on the second night of a back to back, playing on the road without one of their best players in Danilo Gallinari, without his backup in Darius Baisley and with a slew of overachievers, young players. And people past their prime. You know what, everybody? It happens. It happens every once in a while. But guess what? You are now listening to the Thunder First Take Post Game Show. I'm Brady Trantham. I am joined by Mr. Ryan Chapman.
0: Hello, friends.
1: Matt Burton producing. And then Madison Morris, who, whose tardiness will be noted, who's just now walking in with a big smile on her face, Ready to talk about this forty seven point shellacking.
2: I'm so sorry, guys. I had to stop and get gas.
1: And you should be. Do you have gas now?
2: <laughs> I do. I Ma- do. My Ma- car is gassed up.
1: Madison has
0: gas. I also have gas.
2: Yes. <laughs> okay, hang on a In second. A- shall we hey, break hang Shall we
0: break second. wind together, Madison? No, no,
2: no. My car needed gas. Rhino. That is why I'm Madison- late. I am so sorry. I oh, know I just had
0: Madison beans. Madison can do that. Fair. She is a woman. Yeah, she is.
1: They a- don't do that. I'm a lady. We oh, don't do that. A lady. A lady is what she oh, would say.
0: Yeah. No,
1: everybody, the Thunder came back and defeated the Sacramento Kings last night after being down 19 in a game where I don't know about y'all, but to me, especially like going into that third quarter, eh, it just looks like karma. You guys had a 24 point lead on the road against the Chicago Bulls, and then you blew it. You didn't just blow it, you surrendered the entire damn lead. The Bulls took the lead in the fourth quarter. It became a back and forth affair that the Thunder, of course, you know, Chris Paul went clutch, the Thunder went clutch. They were able to get that victory. So last night kind of seemed like, yeah, you're probably going to lose this one, which is unfortunate because you got Giannis and Tinacumpo and the Bucks coming up the following evening. The Thunder were able to come back and win, which gave them the margin for error in terms of, well, if they lose against the Bucks, it's not the end of the world because they got the win against the Kings. But my God! Ryan, I'm going to start with you. 47-point defeat. Worst loss in Thunder history, like I've said, for the third time this show so far. Yes, that sucks for Thunder fans. At the same time, second night of the back-to-back, should people be panicking?
0: I wouldn't say they should be panicking. Um, I would be worried about the defensive display on the three-point line tonight because you can get shellacked. But what happened tonight, effort-wise, was embarrassing, quite frankly. But I, there's no, it's no panic button moment. It's just one of those games that uh, this happens in the NBA. You can show up, and it cannot matter what you do at all. You're going to lose some of those games. It, it is a little concerning the way that it snowballed and happened because, man, Thunder took that 12-11 to 11 lead, and you really thought good times are ahead, and then, uh, yikes, it turned into a slaughter, really.
2: That was an absolute slaughterhouse, you guys. There were only two Thunder players who finished in double digits tonight. And listen, I get it. I know Danilo Gallinari was not out there, and that makes a huge. That does like serve a huge factor.
1: He would have definitely not, been a difference in a 47, 47 point defeat. Yes, no question. It's
2: like. I, I agree with that, but at the same time, I'm like I honestly don't think this team came prepared at all because guys like Stephen Adams did not perform like he has been. Lou Dort didn't really perform that well. Shaygill Alexander he was one of the f- or one of the two that did finish in double digits, good for him, but he had 11. Honestly, this was just a, a bad performance all around for the Thunder. Guys like Nerlens Noel did not contribute that well. Deontay Burton got out there. He, he got some time, didn't really do that hot. But then uh, Dennis Schroeder, he didn't have his typical performance. This team did not look prepared for this game at all. And I don't know if it was more of a, yeah, this is the second night of a back-to-back. I totally get that. However, it looks like they were just not mentally there. They were not physically there. This was a weird team loss for them. And they just did not look prepared for this game at all.
1: I, you know what? Look, I'm not a big moral victory guy. I'm not a big moral loss guy. I don't I don't know what to consider that. Basically, I'm not a Texas A&M fan.
0: You're immoral. That's what you're saying. I am
1: an immoral person. I get that. So, like, I've got Ryan's take, got Madison's take. Y'all know my take. Matt Burton, please, give me some logic here. here. I mean, sh- the Thunder, you know, they, they win three games out of the All-Star break, going back to four Uh, prior to the all-star break with that new orleans victory against zion williamson
3: but having said that
1: 47 points
3: okay listen we're not gonna ironically say zion in front of me okay i'm a duke fan Uh, (laughs) you know okay yes yes everyone
1: understands the the duke legacy of zion williamson what did he do
3: elite eight i think oh that's very elite all eight of them yes (laughs) no okay I'm gonna steal a, a page from uh, Kelly Gregg's book here. Scheduled loss. The Scheduled loss. How many times did he say that today, Madison?
1: You were producing.
2: He actually only said that one time today, and it took him until the very final, like I think it was the last segment of the entire show. <laughs> so like the Kelly. two two thirty until three o'clock segment. Kelly, but, if
0: you're if you're listening, I hope you're feeling all right, bro. <laughs> I hope you're feeling log- right.
3: logically. Second night of a back-to-back. You have to go from OKC to Milwaukee. Overnight. I mean, that's just against the best team in the league, you don't have Gallinari. You don't have Baisley still. I mean, this was this had this had a loss written all over it, to be honest. Well,
1: look, Madison, you remember Saturday night? Was it Saturday night or Sunday night whenever the Thunder destroyed the Spurs?
2: That was a Sunday night?
1: Was that a Sunday night? That was a Sunday, yes. Didn't I make the prediction? The Thunder are going the Thunder are going to sit Danilo Gallinari for the second yes. half of the backspack? Yes, yes. This you is did. the fifth time they've done it the fifth consecutive time that they've sat him on the second night of a Mm back-to-back. Eric Horn even jokingly asked him in the locker room last night. uh, Eric Horn, of course, of the athletic who covers the thunder. "Um, Hey, Danilo, you going to play tomorrow night? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. And like, look, Danilo playing tonight wouldn't have made that much of a difference, but, um, goodness 47 points again like it's a scheduled loss there are a lot of built-in excuses for the Thunder to lose tonight they're the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the NBA they're fifteen-eight coming into tonight uh they're they're winning at an historic pace at like Mm 12.2 point differential it's incredible what they're able to do they are an incredible machine in the regular season it was going to be tough no matter if the Thunder had one day off no days off or four days off it was going to be tough even at full strength but uh that
0: is a large
1: number man that's a large number.
0: You, you want me to make Thunder fans feel a little bit better? Of course. do. Ready? Steven Adams, 16. Chris Paul, 26. SGA, 26. New Orleans, Noel 11. Gallinari, 0. Those aren't point totals. Those are the minute counts from tonight. It is a back-to-back, but... Everyone's tired. Everyone's tired, but reduce minutes. That's the only good thing about a blowout this bad in the NBA, is you just get to, in the fourth quarter, say, Hey, guys, tonight wasn't our night. Rest up. And as far as back-to-backs go, this is going to be take one of the lesser tolls of back-to-backs because you're not playing in two huge games on both nights. On one of the nights, you just say by the middle of the third quarter, they knew what the score was. They knew it was going to be a loss. So give some of those guys a night off and yeah. you're going to lose anyway, you know. From the Thunder perspective, who cares if you lose by 50? A loss is a loss. Get the guys out. Get them out of there. Get them rested and, and regroup for the next one.
2: Yeah, now they're going to have four days. They're not going to be back in action until Tuesday when they return home against the Clippers. Ooh. Here's my thing about this whole thing. I have no in-between. I'm either super optimistic or I am super pessimistic about this team and I hate that and I'm so sorry. but So
1: you're an OSU fan.
2: I am. An, <laughs> yes, I am an OSU <laughs> fan. Uh, here's the thing. I cannot look at this win and find anything positive About it and like I totally get that there Are some positives about it that people can really Read between the lines however I look at this and I'm like wow this was such A bad performance like nobody Was able to step up that's what they've been preaching All season long is hey next man up If someone's out next man up okay One man was out tonight and obviously everyone Kind of knew that was coming and it was just bad performances from pretty much everyone around, except for Chris Paul, who did, he did a pretty good job trying to uh, get back into that those clutch moments that he usually is able to do. Shea just alexander obviously the only other player scoring in double digits, but everybody else. I don't know if it was like an intimidation factor with the Bucks, but it's like, this Bucks team was able to have their way with this thunder team and I just I don't understand because of how well Oklahoma City has been able to perform the past couple of weeks and now it's all of a sudden like that just went down the drain I just i don't I don't think I understand
1: yeah I mean no doubt Milwaukee became intimate with Oklahoma City's defense it was uh, it was both lovely enjoyable to watch if you're a fan of basketball but if you are a thunder fan oh my god <laughs> was, and, oh yeah Milwaukee didn't have Chris middleton either <laughs> it was
2: so they are just dying. Dante Jeek G-
1: DiVincenzo. You, you, you know, the guy that likes salad. Deep. The guy that likes salad just feasted upon Oklahoma City. Uh, Hamadou Diallo had to get the start tonight because, of course, like we've said, no Danilo Gallinari, but Darius Baisley's also out. So this team basically doesn't have a power forward. <laughs> so they got to throw Hamadou Diallo out there with Lou Dort. Did we have a lineup tonight with Terrence Ferguson, Hami, and uh Lou Dort on the floor at the same time? Yeah, the fourth oh, quarter. Like
3: oh. the entire fourth quarter.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
3: Hami, you're starting tonight and guarding Giannis. No.
2: Let's throw Kevin Hervey out there Hami's just for like, giggles. Yeah,
3: Hami's like, I beg
1: your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had a great showing last night at Sacramento. I came in at the 648 mark around that time, and from then on... The Thunder outscored the Kings fifty-one to thirty and eventually got that victory. Hami had a lot to do with that. Ryan, you were in the locker room last night. It seems like every single player and Billy Donovan talked about that. And it's like, all right, you get rewarded, go chase around Giannis Antetokounmpo.
0: Have fun, have fun. And no, Hamadou said, you know, he's he's just doing his best this season to stay ready, and uh, he wants to guard the best player on the floor. Well, he was not ready for the best player on the floor tonight. As Giannis, did we? Giannis had a triple double at halftime, right? That was a yes. thing that
2: happened. Uh, yes, yeah. he did.
1: Yes, this is yeah. Yeah, I, he
2: yeah. Bro-
1: <laughs> I think he broke a record for uh, um, thirty point games in less than thirty minutes in a single season. Most, I think it was eight. He did it tonight. Like he broke it tonight against Oklahoma City. So, hopefully, James Harden was taking note of that because James Harden is apparently taking. A lot of notes between him and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's a conversation for another day. Probably No skill. Mm. We might Giannis, talk about no it tonight. Skill. We might talk about a lot of silly things tonight. Because, I mean, what can you talk about in a 47-point loss? That's what I'm
2: thinking. I'm like, how are we even going to like divulge into this game it's exactly how we need to? Because this was bad.
0: It the, was garbage. The fourth quarter, the Thunder broadcast literally talked about their favorite basketball movies. That That is how they spent the fourth quarter. Those are professionals. True television uh, professionals. Oh,
1: Madison and Matt Burton are about to get in a fight right now.
3: Like,
2: a literal fight. They, I, don't they, don't I don't have to throw This is what happens when your team loses. <laughs> we aren't
3: gonna we aren't gonna go into this game in depth. There's not really much that you can say well, about a 47 impossible. point loss. I'm, someone's gonna get a technical in this show. Did probably you guys me. see? Steven Steve probably me. Oh my it. god.
1: Here, here's the here's the actual challenge. Here, here's the actual challenge. We're gonna do the thunder for, um the thunder player of the game.
0: Now, the franchise Thunder player of the game brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond.
1: And no, is no, 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 the th- challenge. No, no, no. And because I am driving this here show. <laughs> I'll let you go first. I'm sorry. You damn right you will. There is one correct answer Kevin Hervey. You got, <laughs> you got a bucket in a 47 point loss. Congrats. <laughs>
2: Yay. <laughs> Look at
4: that. He went Yay. 0 of
2: 4 from the three point
4: loss. <laughs> <one>. Yay. <laughs>
1: Madison looked like he's about. She's about to hand him a Capri Sun and an orange slice. Good I job! Will. Hey, good job. It's all Get about in the, there. It's all about having fun and the friendships you make along the way.
2: Yes, I I would agree.
1: So, Kevin Murray, <laughs> my player of the game, six minutes, two points, just riveting
2: riveting stuff can i go next no okay my thunder player of the game is going to go to mike muscala and uh no doubt about that here's the thing i am picking mike muscala because he came in and when he's so handsome Okay, no, but he came in, and that was in the first quarter, and that was kind of when it was both, like, pretty teeter-tottery, like everything was next to next. Still, it was still a good game and worth watching. And um, Muskie came in, and he was able to hit two back-to-back threes. He really kind of got the offense flowing at that point. No, it didn't exactly carry out throughout the entire game, but I thought that was a pretty crucial moment right there. And so he is going to be my player of the game because he did finish with six points tonight. He was two of eight from the floor. Both of those uh, two shots came from the three-point line. Because he did take six three-point shots. And I just I like the I like the effort out there. So I'm good for Muskie.
0: Right. Why do you keep looking at me? My player of the game is a man who is much maligned. Uh, my first week on the Thunder beat, Eric Horn asked about this guy in, uh, to Billy Donovan. He said, Hey, you guys are oddly better without this man. And Billy's like, uh, Daniil Gallinari is one of our starters. Are you trying to ask me if uh we're better without one of our starters? Daniil Gallinari is the player of the game tonight because he didn't have to play. In this game, you get to kill the narrative that the Thunder are better without Gallo on the floor because their pace is improved. He's the only one that doesn't have to wear this 47-point loss between him and Baisley, but Danilo's not hurt-hurt, so we're going to go with Danilo Gallinari, player of the game tonight. Ankle soreness.
2: Man, my ankle hurts, too. We should have had... We
1: should have... Bet last night mass on the post game show. So what are the Thunder going to say? Danilo Gonari's is going to be out with tomorrow. Is it going to be knee soreness? Is it going to be an ankle Thumb injury?
2: Soreness. Does
1: he get? Does he get a paper Neck cut? Soreness. <laughs> does he have leprosy? Coronavirus. He lost I
2: don't a know. toenail. I mean that hurts. So I get. Did we have it. an
1: intern lose a thumbnail?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Ryan, what happened here? Didn't you tell me about this?
2: Someone lost their like thumbnail or something, Didn't right?
0: The, during the intern Olympics the other day. Oh, so someone uh, broke a nail. That sucks. After they were getting uh, pancaked by Sam Mays, uh, the intern allegedly also cried. Oh,
2: man. I, I mean, that stuff hurts. That it's...
0: person did not make the cut, so bummer. I guess they aren't an intern. I guess they were just a pledge at that point. They didn't make it to intern status. Oh, that's, a, that's, that's a big bummer. Anyways.
1: A Burton, come on.
3: Keep this crazy player train of the rolling. Game. Uh, player of the game. I don't know. It's Deontay I Burton. I don't even know. Uh, Deontay it's Burton. Give me Deontay Con- Burton. Con- I, was, I was thinking about that. And then you said it, and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deontay Burton, one for four from the three-point line, 25%. It's what you like. Let's go. Minus 28, five points. Let's go. (laughs) Deontay Burton, simply because he has the best last name uh, besides Dort. (laughs) Besides Dort on this Thunder team. So, Deontay Burton, my guy, my cousin. Uh, Shouts out to you. My captain. I'm (laughs) captain, my captain. I'm Deontay (laughs) Burton. I'm shocked you didn't take
0: Nader. He went five for seven from the free-throw line, Matt.
2: Your dad is beside himself. Yeah, we're going to give Papa Burton...
3: It would be Chris Paul. Chris Paul went 100%. Yeah, three for three. We're we're going to give Papa Burton his time, but uh, just as as a sneak peek. It (laughs) was a... uh, I will say this. It was... There were two emojis. Uh, The first one was holding one finger up. Mm. You can guess which finger. Number one. And then the next one... He's number one. Yes, you're number one. And then the next one was an emoji of a basketball. So... Oh, no. Number one, basketball. Oh, no. He's the first basketball the first player from Egypt. Basketball. <laughs> he, he's excited that spring training for baseball is here is what <laughs> I take. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's on to baseball season. He's going to watch the Cubs every game. And for the next 43 minutes, you will
1: be hearing spring <laughs> baseball takes from Ryan Chapman, Madison Morris, Matt Burton, and Brady Trantham. No, I do want to get one little quick thing in here because – 47-point loss. That's so terrible. bad. you got to go all the way back to 2009 in January. That is the first month of the uh, Gregorian calendar. It's not the Julian. The Julian calendar only has 10 months. Am I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? I, I thought the Julian You'd calendar be the was only the one, one that was adjusted. Yes. <laughs> I believe the Gregorian calendar has the extra two months. I
2: have no idea what the heck you guys Madison, are talking about. Well,
0: the, the Caesars, of course. Julius came along and added a whole month for himself. Ju- uh, July, July, yeah. and that's why July and August have both thirty-one days back to back because Augustus came along and said, "I'm just as good. I need thirty-one days as well." And they took the extra days from February. Oh. What are you
2: talking about? This, this is, is my
3: favorite
0: what? post game,
1: Madison. This is my favorite. It's post okay. It. It's okay. You went to Oklahoma State. Everybody, it's oh fine. My gosh. <laughs> it's okay. Ouch. We're going to all of each other, but no, you've got to go all the way back to January two thousand nine. The Thunder lose to the Minnesota Timberwolves by forty-two points. That was the largest deficit in oh, terms ouch. of a defeat up until tonight when Giannis Antetokounmpo did not show mercy against the poor, poor Oklahoma City Thunder.
2: That's so sad.
0: Was P.J. Carlissimo still in charge at that point?
1: No, he had been fired. Is that done? He had been fired like 13 games into the season or gotcha, whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. That was a Scott Brooks team. Mm.
2: Scott Brooks is an idiot! <laughs> Scotty Brooks. Good old Scott.
1: Do we have that? Do we have? Oh yes. Next segment, we will. Oh, we will. Yes,
2: yeah. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, Scott Brooks, Washington Wizards <laughs> head coach. No, no, no. Yeah, everybody. We're this is going to be a little bit more of a topsy turvy Thunder first take post game show, which also doubles as the OKC 82 podcast that Madison Morris and I primarily Scott do. Brooks is an idiot. Yes, he yeah, is. Yeah, he is. <laughs>
2: no, he's he's cool. He's smart.
1: He's cool. Scott, Scott he's Brooks. Actually never lost guy. by 47. He's a nice kid. Now he lost by forty two to the Timberwolves. Was that that would have been that would have been Kevin Love as a rookie, right? Because oh and, man, no, no, no. Did Kevin and Russell come out the same year? No. Did Kevin come out first? Yep. So he would have been a second year player. Yes. He probably got thirty two rebounds that night. <laughs> Yikes. No, this is also doubling as the OKC eighty two podcast, which Madison Morris and I have been doing for the last season and a half, two seasons going on. Uh, you can listen to that on Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, it's, the, it's basically just the reaction show, what you're listening to right now. Madison and I got put on to all the post-game shows on the radio machine. So whatever you're listening to right now, we're going to pull the audio, throw it on the podcast machine. So fear not if you're just now tuning in you're like, oh, I love Madison. And, oh, Brady. Oh, not him. Replace him. (laughs) Um, But rest assured, you can listen to it on the OKC82 podcast. Ryan, you keep looking at me.
0: Randy Foye, 32 points in 29 minutes. Al Jefferson, 21 points. And Kevin Love, 16 points in 15 minutes in that uh, legendary. Oh, wow. Randy Foye.
1: the game. Former Thunder legend, Randy Foye, who played in the legendary 3-1 lead Western Conference Finals against the Golden State Warriors they win that? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, no, no. I am joined by Madison Morris, Ryan Chapman, and Matt Burton, our fateful producer. Producer. If you're like, man, Brady can't even say simple words. Well, guess what? We were at Vanessa Beer House Company for a little bit watching the game, so you know what? Sorry.
0: (laughs) Commercial free. We're doing a great job. Yeah,
1: everyone check out the commercial free Pilsner from Vanessa Beer House Company. They do a great job. They take care of us. We love them to death. Nick White, thank you so much. You're awesome. Go check out the commercial-free Pilsner. It's great. It's in our honor. That is the franchise's honor. And you are listening to 107.7, the franchise 107.9. Until when we get back, basketball movies.
0: Welcome, friends. This is the Thunder First Take post-game show. I am not Brady Trantham. He's still here, though, Brady. I am right here. Brady's right there. I've got Madison Morris on my right. I'm here. The lovely
3: Matt Burton. Shout out to Jerry for having Paramore as a bumper.
2: That's amazing. I was about to comment on the fact that Paramore is coming through my ear holes right now. In the business
3: of misery. What is Paramore? Well, Okay, excuse me, sir. What?
2: Wait, do you really not know who Paramore is?
1: I've heard the name of, like, what are they? And you're a rock a band? Fan. And you're a rock fan. Can't believe you. Are they,
0: okay, are they? Sellouts. Are That's they, what they are. Are do they pop rock?
2: What uh, are we doing? Emo. No, a little, little more emo. Little emo little yeah, they're fun. very emo. Some
0: I,
3: they were very influential in my uh, seventh and eighth grade years. I went, are I went, they like
2: panic
1: at the disco?
3: No.
2: no. Uh, yeah. Uh, not as good. New, no, they're not not like new right right
3: panic at the disco. There new. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I, I went to see They're Paramore okay. at Bonnaroo, and Haley Williams—that's her name, right? Yes. yes. She yes. literally grabbed the microphone and was like, "Hey, we're not playing Misery Business anymore because I was in a different place when I wrote that song." And, I hate when people do that. And I left and went to see T Pain.
2: I re- best decision okay. I've ever made. Okay, I will very be- good to get decision. there early but, for T Pain. I-, uh, I read something about the fact that Paramore is no longer seeing uh, Misery Business. Because that was like something, yeah, exactly what Ryan said, that that is something that they wrote when they were in like a weird, like dark place and they don't want to see it anymore. They don't want to add it to their uh, set list. And so fans are like outraged about it. And I know this is not a Paramore show, so that's all I'm going to say. No, no, it. no. I <laughs> hate
1: I hate when musicians do that. So like, I'm wearing a Metallica shirt right now. You are. So the lead singer for Metallica went to rehab. He's actually in rehab right now again, but he went to rehab back in 2002 or three for like alcohol. Um, and he was sober for the longest time up until like most recently. But that didn't stop them from playing Whiskey in the Jar, which is a great, great song. But my goodness, if he said, no, I'm not going to play Whiskey in the Jar anymore because it, you know, it's about drinking whiskey and I'm not going to do that anymore. No, 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 Once you create art and th- mm-hmm. share it with the world, it is no longer yours. That's true. Just like how the Thunder shared a 47 point defeat <laughs> With the entire Beautiful. world watching. Yeah, Beautiful. I was about segway.
0: to say, those of you tuning in just now, you may say, Am I on the right station? Yes, you are. But the Thunder lost 133 to 86 to the Milwaukee Bucks. So bad. Second half of back to back, no Gallo, blah, blah, blah. Matt it was bad.
1: Is, Matt Burton is still calculating the uh, the deficit right now. He's still counting, isn't he? Countable. I can't count that high.
0: It no. was bad. It was so bad that we just want to forget about it. So let's see what else was going on. Matt, it's your time to shine, my friend. Let's go around the association for an NBA scoreboard update. Brought to you by Oklahoma Operation Lifesaver.
3: All right. There were nine other games Nine in the association. Games. Three of them still in progress. The one's still in progress. I'll start off. We'll switch it up tonight. Yes. Switch it up tonight. Start off with the ones in progress. A little under nine minutes left. Uh, in Phoenix, where the Detroit Pistons are at tonight. Uh, the Pistons are up 94-84 to 84, hmm. um, in Phoenix. Um, let's see here. We got Derek Rose leading the way for the Pistons with 25 points, uh, and Devin Booker with 20 for the Suns. Uh, just under well, 10 and a half. T- there's 10 and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter in Utah. The Washington Wizards. Uh, traveled to Salt Lake City to take on the Jazz. The Jazz were up 95-85. to 85. Bradley Beal has 32, just still putting up outrageous scoring efforts for a terrible team. I feel bad for Bradley Beal. Um, and then Jazz, pretty even scoring. Jordan Clarkson, 18. Donovan Mitchell, 18.
2: I totally forgot Jordan Clarkson is in Utah now.
3: And he's actually kind of a
1: good player. Even though Utah's he's doing well. Well, Utah's turning in the wrong direction. Jordan Clarkson is having a good game that
3: has to be connected. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. The um, the Clippers are uh taking on the Denver Nuggets tonight. Pretty good matchup. The Clippers are up 19-10 in LA uh tonight. Not going to really give out any stats for that because it's only 19-10. So why?
2: It's very The early.
3: Orlando Magic hosted the Minnesota Timberwolves earlier today. Uh and the Magic get a win at home against the T-Wolves. Uh, D'Angelo Russell led the way for the Wolves with 28 points. Uh, No Carl Anthony Towns tonight for the Timberwolves. Nikola Vucevic uh, led the way with 27 and 10 boards. Aaron Gordon had a triple-double tonight with 17 points, 12 assists, and 11 rebounds. hmm 11 that's that's a double digit number is that tickle no it doesn't, doesn't
2: do anything for fancy? me just because these teams have no appeal for me at sorry all. my seatbelts
0: just buckled in for one very big result tonight you're gonna get to speaking it eventually
2: of, gosh, but speaking of
3: teams that are uh not that great the atlanta hawks get a win yeah! at home tonight a big win 141 to 118 over the brooklyn nets goodness uh, I just misclicked. <clears throat> I don't want to go to that YouTube video. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, what video Spencer, was it, Matt? Put that <laughs> away, <laughs> Spencer, Matt. It was only on YouTube. It was a game I, recap. I all right, see. guys. Uh, all right, yeah. all right. None of that here. <laughs> 24 points, 13 assists for Spencer Dinwiddie tonight. Um, and John Collins, 33 points and 13 rebounds. <laughs> That's <tonight. where> <laughs> Hawks. <laughs> Lead the <laughs> way for the Hawks. Most
0: importantly for Brooklyn, Timothy... Timotei Luwalu Cabarro.
3: There
1: you go. Hey, a former TLC. Thunder
2: great.
0: Six points and 20 minutes of action.
1: Yeah, he had like uh, he had 11 points in a win over uh, against the Phoenix Suns last year.
2: Hey, look at TLC doing good stuff there. More, more shocking
3: than the Thunder losing by 47 tonight, the Charlotte Hornets go to Toronto and pick up a vin- a victory. What? 99 to 96.
2: What? Okay, I don't know what's weirder the like the Thunder game or this outcome. That's weird.
3: This one, the 21 and 38, the now 21 and 38 Charlotte Hornets beat the 42 and 17 Raptors in Toronto. That's, uh, Raptors. That's crazy. The Sacramento Kings get a win on the road in Memphis, uh, tonight 104 to 101. De'Aaron Fox had 25 to lead the way for the Kings, Dylan Brooks had 32 to lead the way for the Grizzlies. Uh, weird, kind of weird stat line here 13 points and 25. Rebounds for Jonas Valanciunas.
2: Well, I'm glad someone had a good night of a back-to-back because obviously the Kings were able to bounce back very nicely. Oh, oh, Thunder, the, not the, so much. Oh,
1: the Grizz are starting to suck.
2: Yeah, it's quite what did, unfortunate. What
1: did uh, I don't know. Someone might might want to know this. Uh, how did Buddy Hield perform?
3: Buddy Hield had 14 points, two assists, four rebounds. So smooth. 23 nice. minutes of play.
1: Very, very. Very
3: smooth, that buddy bucket. This Inside lovely. jokes. Uh, the Miami Heat hosted the Dallas Mavericks yeah. tonight.
2: Yeah,
3: And Miami Heat get a home win. Shout out, Brady. There you go.
2: Oh. Uh, Seth good good Curry for Brady and
3: Ryan. Seth uh, Curry led the way for the Mavs with 37 tonight. Goodness. Yeah, good for him. And uh, 26 points for Jimmy Butler to lead the way for the Miami Heat. And uh, last one here: the Pelicans get a win, trying to get that eighth spot from the Grizz uh, in the Western Conference standings. Pelicans get a win, 116-104 at home against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Colin Cavs Sexton, are so bad. Colin Sexton led the way with thirty-one points for the Cavs, and uh, Brandon Ingram, twenty-nine points. Zion Williamson stat line: I don't know. Every, I know everyone wants to know this. Thirty minutes of play, twenty-four points, two assists, three rebounds, it's and one power. dominant person.
1: Matt, mm. that was beautiful. Thank it was you very good. much. Very, I appreciate very that. Again, well
3: will you explain for the
1: listeners why you're a Duke basketball fan?
3: Uh, well, when I was about seven or eight, uh, my dad, I come from a long line. Which was like six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the- <laughs> um, I come from a long line of basketball coaches. My dad's dad was a basketball coach, high school basketball coach for, I don't know, 20 years. And my dad was a ba- high school basketball coach for 30 years. So what happened and- to you? Uh, I am doing radio. So, uh, very yes, poorly. Man. Very poorly, I might add. Um, but no, so when I was about seven or eight, my dad said, uh, Duke or Carolina, got to pick one. So I picked Duke. And you're like,
1: Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't
3: want Duke. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, no, I picked Duke around the time Jay Williams and everyone was there. So nice. uh, I hopped on the bandwagon very young. Matt, I love you. I you're love the best. You. You're a beautiful Thank person inside you. and out. Um, everyone, those of you
0: tuning in, Thunder lost 133-86, to 86, a record loss for the Thunder franchise. Not the kind of records you want to be putting no, out, no, but they
1: had a nine-game winning streak on the road, which was a franchise record. Times. And then they followed it up with another franchise record.
0: Um, can anyone check on this? Did the Thunder cover? I know they had a pretty decent road cover streak. Did uh, the Thunder? Nope. They not tonight. Okay. No. Well, we'll we'll continue to look that. Just up, missed it,
2: guys. I just saw the funniest tweet. I I know this is radio, so I just have to really in depth explain it. But <laughs> uh, this guy Brian Mueller just tweeted out: "Here are the highlights of tonight's Thunder Bucks game, and it's that commercial that uh, Allstate one that um, Chris Paul has the what the deer or whatever inside his garage, and the deer is just like." banging all the glass out and, like, punching all the jerseys and basically just causing the utmost chaos, and I laughed very hard. I thought that was really, uh really clever. Oh, is that Brian, News 9? Yes. Oh, my bad. Hi, some, Brian. Some <laughs> good, guy. Good contribution, <laughs> Madison. Well, Some guy, Brian Mueller. I'm sorry, Brian Mueller from News 9.
1: Some some guy
2: that's named That's really funny though. You go guy Brandon named Mueller.
1: Royce Young. <laughs> Who's
2: that? Some guy named
0: Eric <laughs> Horn. Horn. I think he works for the Oklahoma. Oh, no, he's in the commercial. Okay, anyway, those of you may wonder, what else can we break down from this game? Well, we're no. going to we're going to take a page out of the Thunder broadcast crew. As in the fourth quarter, they were openly discussing their favorite basketball movies of all time. Now, I have one that's a little bit out of left field, so we're going to save that for last. Has everyone prepped their favorite basketball movie yet? I have mine. See? All right, Brady, what is your favorite basketball movie of all time and why?
1: It's either going to be a tie between Coach Carter or White Man Can't Jump.
3: If anyone says blue chips, you're disqualified, by the way. There's
1: (laughs) also another easy answer for this age group.
2: Space Jam. Yay, Space Jam. That wasn't going to be mine.
0: (laughs) That's an animated movie. I don't watch those. Sorry. Michael Jordan wasn't animated. Well, it's mostly animated. That's true.
2: So Coach Carter was mine, but because Brady has already said that, I have Coach Carter. No, 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 no. I'll, I'm No, i going to change it. I'm going to change it because I do have a second one and it is Glory Road.
3: Ooh. Nice. I love Glory Road. Glory Road's, Road. Good. You remember that Road's one. my second.
1: You remember all four years of Kadim Latin at OU and how right. every single time you watched a broadcast of No You basketball <laughs> His dad played
3: game? His
2: grandpa played at Texas Western. Oh my God. Oh, that's Glory Road. Yeah. That's probably my favorite basketball movie except for Coach Carter. Like I love Coach Carter.
3: Matt, so Glory Road's your second. Glory Road is my second. What's your first? My first, yes. Uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Hoosiers, okay. That's the a only great answer one. for number one. Hoosiers, don't get caught watching the paint dry. Run the picket fence, yes, sir. Hoosiers is okay. my favorite. Gene Hackman, uh, his his player fouls out. He's only got four players on the floor. One guy who refused to listen to the coach. He's on the bench. Uh, my team is on the floor. We're playing with four. Gina. Wow, Great. Look
4: at yes.
1: you.
3: Wow. No, who's Best basketball movie.
1: Uh, I'm ready to take my shirt off. Well,
4: <laughs>
0: you may say that's the best basketball movie. I disagree. My favorite basketball movie of all time has to be hands down, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh my yeah. Now, those of you at home may be going, This is a romantic comedy. Off. What is happening off. right now? This this whole film is centered around the NBA finals in New York City. Now, the Knicks Boo. had the Knicks had five home games in that series. I have charted this many times. The New York Knicks had five home games in the NBA Finals. Of great, great, just terrible oversight by the writers of that film. But how to lose a guy in ten days? Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson.
1: Oh my God! Beautiful. Does that make trainwreck a, a basketball movie? LeBron James is in it. Yes. It's not a
0: basketball movie. Uh, Just Right. We're not. Also, doing, we are not. We that's are, a good one. Just Right. Common, yeah. Common. Queen Latifah. This Common is the Thunder First Post
1: Game show. I get that. I get all that nonsense. This is also the OKC82 podcast. We are not doing the. the what is it? Uh, what's the Christmas movie? Die Hard. We are not doing the Die Hard is a Christmas movie argument <laughs> here. That is essentially what you're trying to do on my podcast.
2: So, High School Musical, anyone? Yes. Basketball. Oh, movie? Look,
0: we're all in this together. Trying to
2: slog well, it's, through. It's,
1: it's, it's White Man Can't Jump.
2: I mean, it's a good movie, but.
1: The, the scene where they're driving around and Wesley Snipes talking to Woody Harrelson. Jimi Hendrix did not have an all white rhythm section.
3: And Woody Harrelson's like, yeah, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And he's,
2: no, he did not do no.
3: I love that oh, movie. Man. This is my favorite post game that we've ever done, by the way.
2: Honestly, it's like, I just, I don't exactly know what to talk about with this game. Like, yes, it was a historic loss for the Thunder. It was bad, like just bad showing from pretty much every single guy that was out there on the Thunder roster, probably minus Chris Paul, even though Shea alexander like I said, he had a decent shooting night. It still wasn't his best performance, and I know that he was just working his ass out there. I thought he did a really good job. However, I just thought that they let this Bucks team steamroll them, and that is just so disappointing because they've been so good and so dominant coming out of All-Star break. Obviously, they went 4-0 coming out. And now it just looks so bad because this loss, it it was just bad. And I don't want to say, hey, this was the second night of a back-to-back. That's why they did not perform to a high level. No, I mean, we've seen this Thunder team do pretty spectacular things, even on a second night of a back-to-back. And yeah, they may have lost. But this was just like a booty kicking, y'all. This was not even just a loss. This was embarrassing. It was not anything to take something positive from. And so I'm just, yeah, I I don't want to sound like too much of a fan right here, kind of going off. I'm just saying, like, for someone who covers this team, like all four of us do this, it's kind of like, wow, what in the world were you guys doing out there? Like they need to move on from this and they need to do it asap.
3: It's 10 p.m. You can say ass, by the way.
2: Okay, good, because I definitely booty said kicking. it.
3: That booty kicking. Well, I no, said ass is.
2: earlier, but then I was like, I don't want to like say it twice in one <laughs> breath. Right.
1: Yeah, Matt, while you weren't producing for us last night during the post-game show at Flint. Yes, um, I was bartending. In an hour-long post-game show, your very own Brady Trantham did not say one cuss word.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Madison Morris, on the other hand.
2: I said the that ass does, That's word. not even surprising.
1: She enough. had the loose lips. I'm
2: sorry. Okay.
0: Okay. We, we know Madison. Okay. You know. I'm
2: sorry, to be I'm fair, sorry. This
0: is the exact same person who, given the honor of going first in a franchise draft the draft was best movie based off a real story and we picked
3: anthony
2: bennett
0: with the number 1 she overall pick, pick she picked the crucible <laughs>
2: What's this? wrong with the Crucible? Nothing's
0: wrong with the Crucible. You could have had that in the 10th round. <laughs> you
1: you, it could have been an undrafted free agent. I won you, it you, in the it first round. Duart. You could have gotten
0: it got been the, been Lou you got in the supplemental no, round. No no, 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 The, the Crucible, crucible could have been Lou
3: Dort.
2: The Crucible deserves all the big bucks, and I wrong. want it to see Sad. all the recognition wrong. that it deserves. No. Dindle Day-Lewis, Wynonna Ryder, my people. And yeah. that is why Colin they went Colin is
1: still going on air saying, like, I like the Crucible. It's just not, it's not an over, number one over pick Snot. i was mad i was
0: married once is is the crucible the biggest bust in nba draft history yes. we will tell you on the other side <laughs> of this here break once again the thunder lose to the bucks 133 to 86 it is the worst loss in thunder history and to honor that we're going to play the worst music bed in radio history on the other side of this break it is your stat cat i am ryan chapman that's brady Tran, and madison morris matt burton keeping us on the rails sort of we'll see you in a little bit
2: Welcome back into the Franchise Thunder first take post game show here in the studio because they were on the road tonight and guys, historically bad loss in Milwaukee. Obviously, if you're just now joining us, the Thunder fall to the Milwaukee Bucks at 133-286. I am Madison Morris along with Ryan Chapman, Brady Trantham, Matt Burton. It is a full house here in the Franchise Studios tonight. Obviously, it did not feel complete though because we have added in our fifth member, and probably one of my favorite members, a Miss Christine Butcherfield. Christine, how's it going?
4: Oh my god, good. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> oh, my god.
1: Me too, because you've been uh you've been noticeably absent, Christine.
4: I'm so sad. I'm I've been getting fear of missing out really bad. Aww. But it's okay. No, Christine we're hearing you... your voice is just makes me
2: feel better. Oh, we are super happy to have you in. Obviously, uh, yes. How kind of do we've been talking? We've been talking about this pretty much the entire game, or the entire game, the entire show. How this was a historically bad loss. Christine, did you get to watch any of this game? If you did not, I don't blame you. It was not really worth watching. But uh, kind of just some raw thoughts on what this Thunder loss meant to you tonight. Um. So
4: unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, I did not get to watch the game because my mom and I were at the Houston Rodeo tonight. So, um,
1: but I did... hell yeah, let's was, talk about that. That sounds more interesting. How was the, how was the
4: barrel
0: racing? <laughs> um,
4: it was good. Uh, we were we ate a bunch of barbecue, uh, hung out with some people with a
2: lot of cowboy hats, a lot of plaid, a lot of suits. It was a good time. Oh heck yeah, so, here we go. No, I love time.
4: that.
2: Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think that was probably a lot better than what we had to witness tonight with this thunder beating. However, uh, yeah, not exactly the most like disappointing thing because I think everyone predicted this in a little bit and just like a little little bit away, but, uh, yeah, pretty much a really bad loss. Milwaukee was up by 51 at one point. Why Christine, just in your opinion, why do you think that the Thunder were not able to pretty much make this a game whatsoever?
4: Honestly, I think they were due for a loss coming off of, you know, getting their biggest winning streak in history getting eight guys in double digits in one night, which is obviously a record for them. I think when you set such high standards and after hitting so many records back-to-back, there's too much expectation, there's too much pressure, and then you're going to have a night where you just fall flat, and unfortunately they fell flat against a really great team, and I just don't think they were able to find their way back in it.
3: So, Christine, do you ever just dial the wrong number and then <laughs> think, that, uh, think that you're calling one place and then someone else answers?
4: Uh, no, I have never ever done that. Oh, okay,
3: okay, good, good. How, okay, on a scale, once it's in, did you really think, you, did, you, did I get you? A little bit,
4: yeah. Like, I really <laughs> had to, well, because, Matt, like, I, like, you're, I haven't hung out with you enough to have your voice be super recognized. Oh, oh
3: dang, wow. dang. <laughs> well, blame, blame the powers that be. Here. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey I'm Christine, you know can come hang out with us yeah, tomorrow. Night. Oh, wait. Oh,
4: that was like, it could have been. So, so i was like no way this is all peek just behind the curtain
3: very- yeah peek behind the curtain inside jokes that's what this thing is um i answered the phone said uh hello <laughs> christine goes hey it's christine i go uh this is a wendy's <laughs> silence <laughs> silence for a good four, so four to funny. five seconds it was great Aww. i was like no nah, i'm I just put my playing my
4: phone around to look at the number and i was like there's no way, and he's like, "No, no, no I'm just messing to do. And I was like, Matt. <laughs> that is
0: like so that? funny." What a control by that would have been by me to just give her a Wendy's phone number. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, just like. Oh, uh, but no. Serious, okay, so basketball question. Serious, serious next. question, Christine. So we have a, um, we've got a serious debate going on. Best basketball okay. movie. What do you got? Like we we've said names like Coach Carter, Glory Road, High School Musical, High School Musical, Space Jam. I said White Man Can't Jump. Ryan Chapman, for whatever reasons, like how to lose a guy in ten days, no one cares.
0: That is that is pre <laughs> phenomenal That is pre Matthew reconnaissance. That was that was the first of a pair of wonderful Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson uh, rom coms. Sp- Fools Gold was next, phenomenal sequel as well. His career did not, not start film,
1: His career did not start until True Detective season one. So Christine, basketball movie, go the Spires Club.
4: I'm gonna go Hoosiers.
1: Yes.
3: Nice. Yes, Christine, let's That's go. Nice. All the Wendy's in the go. Metro just cheered. Who is just so iconic? Air 5 Christine from Matt Burton, not the Wendy's guy. Yeah, but you Hoosiers, guys don't you guys also, don't know each other that Holy well. We Road
4: is also an honorable mention. Those are like my top 2. I watch those any day. That was yes. my second. Let's go. That was my first.
1: This disgusts me. This is regrettable. This is a regrettable segment. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Come on.
0: Christine, what's when, when wrong with those? Christine, will you be uh, here for Thunder Clippers on Tuesday night?
4: I will be here on Tuesday night. What are you most we looking? End, we can end the you know semi breakup, I guess. What are we most and looking? Get back to what's
0: good. What are you most looking forward to for this Thunder Clippers matchup? Paul George part two, Kawhi Leonard. What, what are do you they going to play?
4: <laughs> I'm excited to see Kawhi Leonard there. Like I've never seen him live. I think he's you know um, a powerhouse for sure. I'm excited to see him there. Paul George, I think that storyline's a little bit, you know, tired. Like, he was, Just he like didn't him. really leave, in the, you know, in a worse way. So, it's not like anyone is really mad to see him back. I don't think anyone's really glad. Like, it's not like he's they're excited to see him back, I guess, in my opinion. Um, but I think it's going to be a good game for
2: sure. Guys, this is going to be such a good game because right now they are <laughs> – well, I was going to say annihilating my uh, Nuggets, but they're not exactly doing that anymore. It's only a 10-point game, and yes, I am a low-key Denver fan. I'm Oops, playing like sorry. The
1: chicken, playing like the chicken Nuggets <laughs> right now.
2: Low-key Denver fan, but here's the thing. I am very were- interested to see this Tuesday matchup because it is going to be Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Patrick Beverly... Thunder fans' favorite human <laughs> I can say Patrick Patterson. No, well, Patrick Patterson will be here too. Too Pat. I think people kind of forgot about him. Also, the new Clipper, Reggie Jackson. Oh my gosh, Thunder fans Reginald. are going to be so excited to see this Clippers team. Am I right or am I right? You've never been more right. Thank you, Christine. I appreciate that. So <laughs> this is going to be so fun on Tuesday, y'all. Like, this is going to be so fun. Depending I'm on so uh, who's playing. We shall see.
0: Also, if you want, you can find my coverage of OU Texas <laughs> on <the> franchiseok.com.
2: <laughs> what? In That's the also world? happening on
0: Tuesday night at the exact same time. So, you guys have fun. I'll be uh, OU in Texas. Hey. Big they, game. Make, will they make the tournament? No. Will they make the <laughs> no, in- no, they won't. Can they make the NIT? <laughs> can they? Yes. Should they? Just decline the invite.
1: No. <laughs> just decline it. <laughs>
0: when they call, just say, hey, this is a Wendy's. We'll, we'll see. It all hinges on the West Virginia, the big West Virginia tilt tomorrow. So, Christine, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy rodeo evening. Bummed we couldn't talk about the barrel racing, but we'll catch that next time.
1: Giddy up, Christine.
4: Thanks, guys, for having me. Miss you guys.
2: See you on Tuesday. Miss you. See you Tuesday. Yeehaw.
1: Ooh. Yeehaw.
2: That was good.
0: That was, was it, good? though?
2: No, it was. I'm pretty pumped about that whole segment just because I think that the Thunder have some good matchups coming up soon. And this is me transitioning back into a serious mode Uh, because, yes, obviously, they're going to have those four days off. Last time, we all remember what happened when uh, the Thunder had four days off, and it was not pretty. And so, obviously, they're going to have the Clippers coming in on Tuesday. That will be a home matchup. That will be exciting because, yes, Paul George will be back. We'll see if him and both, Kawhi, or both him and Kawhi Leonard will play. Like I just said, they will have Reggie Jackson and Patrick Beverly, Thunder fans' favorite two point guards in the entire league, so that will be fun. Honestly, I think this is a good matchup because, yes, everyone's going to be back except for Darius Bailey. and obviously Andre Robertson's not going to be back. Do not get your hopes up. And so I'm very curious to see how the Thunder team can bounce back from a bad loss like this. I don't think that they can do exactly what they did last time because when they had four days off, you had guys like Shea who were saying, hey, I'm not even going to touch a basketball for at least two days. Oh, no, they need to be touching those basketballs. They need to really be getting their shots up. They really need to kind of bounce back from this. I kind of want to go round table real quick. Matt Burton, let's start with you. What do you think is the best thing to do if you are the Thunder team to kind of bounce back from a bad loss like this, especially with a team like... Los Angeles coming to town on Tuesday. Get everyone
3: back. Get Gallo back, and then get off to a get off to a quick start. You need to get off to a quick start um, against the Clippers, um, a, a team that is slowly becoming the most hated, uh, the most hated assembled team for an Oklahoma City fan. We've got Paul George who left. Patrick Patterson who refused to hit a corner jumper when he was here. Well, it's hard. Reggie Jackson, who is so thankful to be traded to Detroit. As we all remember, and then I don't even really got to say it. Patrick Beverly, you all know what he did. You know what <laughs> happened. <laughs> you, know you know what you happened. You know what happened. But no, just get off to it. Get off to a quick start, and uh, you know, get get some rest. I mean, they looked looked like they expended a lot of energy last night against the Kings in a game that they probably should have won handily, but they had to expend a lot of energy. And uh, yeah, tough back to back tonight uh, to draw the best team in the NBA. Something clearly you clearly hate see, but no, for
1: the Thunder. I mean, the big question is, like, what Clippers team does Oklahoma City get to play on Tuesday? Like, the last time the Thunder played the Clippers, they didn't have Patrick Beverly or Kawhi Leonard. They beat a Paul George-led, solely-led Los Angeles Clippers team, which is still a good win. I mean, they are still a very talented team, even when the other two guys don't play. But, my goodness, the numbers, I mean, what are they? They're, I think they're, like, 19-4 and 4 when both players, both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, play with each goodness. other. So it's... Like, for me, like, for the Clippers, like, their postseason aspirations, that's still a little up in the air be just because it's, I think at some point you've got to play. Like, you, you can't just – surely you can't just take the entire regular season off and then plug it all in in the postseason and make it all work. Like, I know Kawhi Learn's probably the best player in the league. I get all that, but surely that can't work. But, again, it's just going to come down to what team the Thunder plays – in terms of like me deciding like well the, do they have a good chance to win this game or not but 4 days off this is a good team 47 point defeat is awful it's like we said a zillion times the worst loss in franchise history um but there are certainly some caveats to this loss and this team has at least built up enough this season for us to understand no no no, no this is this is not what this team is it was a bad showing
0: 4 days off forget about it I'm really interested to see how Billy Donovan handles the four days off. So out of the all-star break, he had talked to us and said basically that he had the guys do a lot more physical practices coming off the all-star break, leading into the game at Denver or game with Denver, game with the Spurs. And he said that looking back on that versus how he handled the four days off where the Thunder then played those terrible few games on the other side of the all-star break. He said that he almost wishes he could have gone back and had some more physical practices. So I'm interested to see if they come in and basically worry about traveling resting tomorrow and then Monday have a really physical practice figure it all out or Sunday have a really physical practice Monday then just do the walkthrough and see if that can recalibrate the team and readjust because yeah get everyone back just get everyone going and and like you said you don't really know what Clippers team you're gonna get but All you can do is focus on yourself, and you really, really need to focus on getting right after you lose by 47.
2: Oh my gosh, yes. No, they definitely do. But I'm very interested to see this team kind of bounce back, especially being on their home court. That always kind of helps them out a little bit. They have great support from uh, the Thunder fan base, and that's going to be always fun to watch. And I'm excited to welcome this Clippers team back in because they do have a lot of talent, obviously sitting pretty high in the Western Conference standings, and this is kind of the time where it matters most. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. So... Uh, we only have a few more minutes left in this segment before we wrap up this show. And it's been a good one. It's been a memorable one. What better way to uh, top off a good Friday evening with you fine people. But Matt Burton, it has come to that time where we need to do that uh, one sound effect that no one cares too much for. But we must do it so we can talk uh, some stats.
3: Three, two, one.
4: What's new, what's a cat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. New whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa. Well, well well
1: well well well
2: here we are talking stats
1: three holes in the ground
2: guys this is like the weirdest stat cat segment because this was such a bad loss that you're having to really dig up something good to say um basically about the stats you don't
1: have to say something good it could be indicative of the 47 point loss
2: yeah i mean i kind of want to like stay on a positive note with the thunder and i'm trying to like find a little bit of positivity here is one positive thing i did find out of this so uh the oklahoma city thunder they turned the ball over 14 times the Milwaukee Bucks turned the ball over 17 times. Trash. So I, Just awful, <laughs> awful
1: Milwaukee Bucks. I know
2: it didn't like play a huge factor, but I do want to commend the Thunder on this because they did force some turnovers. More turnovers than they actually gave up themselves, and I think that was a sign of some hard defense, some good defensive strategies that Billy Donovan was drawing up. These guys were playing very aggressive on the defensive end of the ball. Obviously, Milwaukee was able to get pretty much every shot that they wanted but there was still some ugly ones and i do want to applaud the thunder on uh forcing 17 turnovers tonight
0: yeah the thunder ran into the budenholzer saw tonight but my stat of the day yeah it's the budenholzer saw. yeah still the best coach in the league for my money yeah. don't at me or do at radios ryan anywho 21 21 three-pointers the milwaukee bucks made tonight and you might ask yourself is that a franchise record no it's not 22 is the Milwaukee Bucks franchise record shout out to the Oklahoma City Thunder for holding the bucks under their all-time three-point mark
2: nice
1: seeing this number it's it just looks so weird the bucks took a hundred field goal attempts they hit 50 of them Damn. <laughs> They were 21 of 45 in the three point line. Oh my god, they were 12 of 14 for the free throw line.
3: They're unbeatable. Run. That's head, incredible. Head for the hills. Run. Giannis is coming. Another god, just run. another number that looks insane. Uh 44. We make fun of the plus minus a lot, but Giannis was a plus 44. Tonight. Oh, just dominant, that's just stupid. dominant. Oh. But again, according to James Harden, no skill, just seven footer and can dunk it. So yeah, and that and that's all he can do. Look, that's Dave, a- if you take him out of the game tonight, the Thunder only lose by three.
1: I actually have more assists than him. <laughs> you know, hey. what? here's the thing about James Harden. That dude play that dude plays the sympathy card so well. He just yeah, he just plays it so well.
2: He does. He does. All right, gentlemen, I think it's come to that point of the night that we are going to wrap it up. This has been a very eventful and fun Franchise Thunder first take post game show here on 107.7, the franchise 107.9 in Tulsa. Thank you guys all so much for joining us out there. And also this is doubling as our OKC 82 podcast, every single Thunder game, whether it be home or away, Brady Trantham and myself, we do the OKC 82 podcast and we are joined by people like Matt Burton and Ryan Chapman, as well as Christine Butterfield. And we even have Chisholm Holland on here from time to time, so it's a good time.
1: It's very sexy.
2: Yes, if you miss this entire show and you really want to hear it again, it is going to be up on our OKC2 podcast. You can listen to that anywhere you listen to podcasts. It is for free, so share, subscribe, and uh, support us. It'll be a good time.
1: It will be a very good time. Any
2: final thoughts, my friends, before we get out of here?
1: Nah, this is the six man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Matt. So. Too
0: many people in here. We'll have to share the same mic. It's just it's getting crowded. Yeah. I yeah. want to go home. I'm I know. sweating. I'm starting I know. to
2: sweat. So we are going to get out of here. Thunder are now 37 Do and 20. You smell 20. nice, Madison. Thank you so much. I tried. The Thunder are now 37 and 23 on the season. Bucks are 51 and 8, and the Thunder will have those four days off. They'll be back at home and in action in Chesapeake Energy Arena. On Tuesday to face the Los Angeles Clippers. So, for myself, Brady Trantham, Ryan Chapman, and Matt Burton, we bid you good night. Have a safe and fun weekend, and we will be back on the air here on 1077 The Franchise for the Thunder Insider Show tomorrow morning from 10 to noon. Please tune in and have a good night.